The blood is the light, Mr. Francis. Let's go. Hi, this is Bob Muir. And this is the Enemy Below. And this is the Bob Muir and the Enemy Below podcast. We'll hopefully be joined shortly or soon or eventually or maybe not even ever by the mysterious Mr. Bandit who has other things to do more important than this podcast. Because you never know. Because you never know. You never know. So, so, Enemy, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I am okay. I'm okay. Back from... Uh, Back from my little vacation in Scotland, I was there for my um, for my birthday, which was kind of nice. Um, it was a large, a big number birthday, and I found myself somewhat, you know, like <laughs> about it after a while. But you know, it was a big number. What number are we talking? Um, we're talking sixty. Yes, I mean sixty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's time for you to move down to the fifty-five and over community. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got a lot of them down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you keep telling me this, and you're gonna miss winter. I I have a problem with I average actually I've discovered actually I have a problem with heat, which is kind of making Florida not look like a good such a good. Uh... You have a problem <laughs> with heat. Yeah, I just the last few days, you know, last couple of days in New York when I got back. Because I was actually in Scotland, it was like sixty degrees, and I'm going, this is wonderful. So. <laughs> Oh, good God. Yep. <laughs> I suppose my blood would thin out and I would get used to it, but event, you know, eventually, but I suppose, but, but it was, it was lovely to be up there. Um, a, uh, so got to see uh, Run Rig, which is a rather amazing band. They're only, they're kind of like, they're big in Germany and Scotland for some reason. So it's like, they're a Scottish band, they're big in Germany. I don't know why, but. That is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's they they do a lot of songs about you know like connection with the land, and they also place name. There's a lot of place name stuff about growing up in Scotland, and the, you know how it is to be outside, and there's just a, there's a sort of like almost a mystic linkage, as it were, with you know with the land, as it were, which I think would appeal to the German to a German sensibility, uh, seeing as that they get kind of like you know teary eyed about the dirt as well, so. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to put it quite that crudely, but there you go. But uh, it's so true. <laughs> but it was a, you couldn't have asked for a better um, venue appearance. You know, you were right in front of uh, we were in front of Edinburgh Castle, and they kind of lit the torches when the band started up over the. And it was just quite just a, a very very impressive agreement show. Very impressive show. Uh, and also went to Stirling Castle, which is, you know, very pretty. I'm sorry. You know, in Scotland, you can't throw a rock without hitting something scenic in Scotland. It's just the way it is. Uh, though the interesting thing is we, we were, um, my friend and I, we, we were going to, like, take this hop-on, hop-off bus, but the train got in a little late, so we just missed the hop-on, hop-off bus. So we decided, okay, well, we'll just take a cab up to Stirling Castle, which is one of the stops of the hop-on, hop-off bus. So we get on, you know, get in the cab, and so we'd like to go to Stirling Castle. And the and the driver doesn't say, you know, like, well, very, you know, doesn't say anything except, you know, doesn't say like, oh, okay, thank you, and and start to drive. And he says, yeah, it ne'er fell. <laughs> and we're like, we know that, okay, just it ne'er fell. <laughs> so yeah, like, it ne'er fell. Apparently, oh. Stirling Castle never fell to anybody. They just, you know, it it. Uh, you know, it remained. Um, it remained true. You know, they, um, it did not. Uh, for, it remained erect. It remained say. erect. Nobody, nobody ever took Sterling Castle. Oh, no but, one ever flaccid that fucker. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope. 
Uh, it was also the um, it also is the regimental headquarters of um, the Scot uh, like the ninety third I believe the ninety third regiment Scottish regiment uh, which was which was actually the Thin Red Line at uh, the Battle of Baraclava, um, which was which was before the the Charge of the Light Brigade. So if it wasn't which which had a which was a rather rather different than the Charge of the Light Brigade because what they did worked. Uh, whereas the Charge of the Light Brigade got a lot of people killed for nothing. So, of course, that's what everyone remembers. Uh, so, um, it's more glamorous, I guess, to get killed on a horse. I don't know. Anyway. Is it really? I don't know, apparently. I mean, well, like, they had Tennyson, they had Tennyson write the, you know, write the, you know, Charge of the Light Brigade for them. So, you know, like, you know, it never helps to have a, have a, you know, have a poet do a poem about you. So, you know, so Errol Flynn can do a movie about you. A hundred years later, uh, and pretty much, you know, like, pretty much change every single bloody fact about the Charge of the Light Brigade, except that the fact they charged. Other than that, there's nothing true in that film. Well, they keep that. It's kind of like Last Temptation of Christ. It, yeah. At least he died. At least he died. Of course, it's also kind of like uh, Braveheart, which was been voted, you know, the least historically accurate film of all time. But it made uh, William Wallace a household name. So, well, well, William Wallace was already a household name outside of Scotland. <laughs> named him a household name. Okay, that I'll give you that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Actually, kind of like kind of like Mad Max made Mel Gibson a household name yeah, outside of Australia. Yeah. So anyway, the um, which some of us question whether or not that was such a good idea. Well, the first two Mad Max films were wonderful. That's great. They're great That's stuff. True. That's that's great stuff, and um, <coughs> I mean uh, the the Beyond Thunderdome was a <laughs> bitter disappointment. And I, I remember I remember going to Beyond Thunderdome with um, um, a woman I was involved with at the time and a friend, and they and her friend, and we were just <coughs> that ended the relationship immediately. Not entirely. Uh, <laughs> uh, she was she she was showed great patience, and because I basically. Drag the poor woman to this. Say, oh, you're gonna love this. It's like full of death. And so, <laughs> and and it just becomes this bizarre winding around. You know, and I was expecting the Road Warrior again or Mad Max. With basically, you know, there's a car, there's an insane car stunt every thirty seconds. You know, apparently. Yes. And in, in, and then now we got this. You know, we've got, you know. Uh, you know, we have this weird barter town thing with the Thunderdome and two walk in, one gets out and something like that. And, you know, and what's her, what's her face? Um, I forget singer. I can't remember her name now and I can see her in the costume, but, uh, she can't act. Uh, so that was kind of a problem. Uh, and they didn't get into the craziness until like the last twenty minutes of the film, and that just isn't, you know. I'm sorry, that's just, you know, it didn't, it didn't work. So I'm coming well, up. Well, you know, she, she was rolling on a river. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tina Turner. It was Tina Turner. Yeah. yeah, Tina Turner. Yeah, Tina Turner. And you know, they didn't get into the crazy stuff until like the last twenty minutes of the film. And so I'm like, uh, and it's like kind of like I go. I remember the one. I remember one thing is I kind of like go walking out and going, oh god. Sorry, it brought you this terrible film because it's like you know awful, and they're both saying we both like Mel Gibson with long hair a lot, and it's, yeah, <laughs> and it's like uh, and you and you just go hmm, well okay 
It's it's kind of like I I went to um, uh, when the Wolverine movie came out. Mm-hmm. Saw that with my wife, and I was like, wow, the the original, the first one, the one the one where they basically turned Deadpool into a joke. Okay, because uh, they thought it was funny. Yeah. And I went to I went with that to my with my wife, and at the end of the movie, I walked out going, wow, what a piece of crap. She went, Hugh Jackman is hot. <laughs> And I was like, I cannot believe women are that shallow. And then I went and, and saw, um, I forget exactly which movie, but I, I walked out uh, going, Scarlett Johansson's hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. I could stare at her all day long. And I'm like, you know what? I, uh, we're the same. We're the same. But human beings are the same. That's just like, I, I remember I was like, Eileen, my sister, was watching the, uh, it was like a big fan of the X-Men, X-Files. And it was like, oh, really? Because I'm, Power, you know, I'm, I'm paranormal Bob here with all this stuff that I'm interested in, and so really, what do you think about you know this is kind of interesting? Some of the stories, I mean, they kind of borrow stuff from you know certain paranormal events and such. And she goes, David Duchovny is a very handsome man. Yes, and uh, he is. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, gorgeous. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I just no, like, not at all. I did actually when I was like watching some of the earlier. Um, some of the earlier seasons, I also noticed that they, I think in the second season, they seemed to go out of their way to have David Duchovny without a shirt on. There was like a couple, it seemed to be. Well, if you can get it, mm. I mean, the amount of money they were paying him, he mm. should be naked. <laughs> yes. Because so, let's be fair. Well, let's be real. Yeah, it's like, that's why they're doing this. So um, <clears throat> anyway, did, um, I'm sure the bandit will have something to say about it, but I noticed that the fault that, um, Suicide Squad has been has been released and yeah. Before we go to films that just suck, um, okay. Let's 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 do a film that was awesome. Okay, this, this okay. last one. Great. Um, the Star Trek movie. Okay. Holy shit! All right, great. We got something you would somebody say. Thank God, something somebody this summer enjoyed. <laughs> but it was it, not only was it funny. They did so many homages back to fanboys. Mm-hmm. Which is great because that's a lot. A lot of times, what they miss in these movies is making fanboys happy. Mm-hmm. Now, the 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 last Star Trek movie was questionably bad, um, but they at least tried to make fanboys happy. Now, they, I don't think they did it very well, but they tried. You know, mm-hmm. and I got to give them that they tried. Yeah. This one, this was actually a really good film, and then you add on. To the fact that it was, there were so many fanboy quips. It was very funny the entire time. Mm-hmm. The situations just lended themselves. It reminded me of a much more violent Star Trek Four. Okay. In, in the the humor that was there, but the situation was tense, and you were waiting for bad things to happen, and it seemed like. They were never going to survive it, even though you know they're, they're uh, Star Trek. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to. Living, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Spock's going to make it through. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chekhov is going to make it through. I mean, not in real life, right, but he's so going to make, make it, it through. through. Yeah. Um, yes. And there was a very nice uh, at the end homage to him. Just uh, thank that was. Him. And they're not recasting the part, which is very awesome. I think. I think that's yeah. That's that'll that's 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 nice. That's good. I mean, you know, and let, let's be honest, Chekhov is not really a major factor of the. He was in this film, though. Oh, okay. I mean, he was a huge part of this film. Oh, okay. Which uh, makes it him and McCoy. I mean, the whole thing was just well done, well driven. Simon Pegg wrote it. Mm-hmm. He well, he he co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you could tell that the guy that played Scotty co-wrote it, not because Scotty was in it a lot. It was, because, <laughs> and, and he wasn't actually, he wasn't that big of a factor, but you could tell that Sean of the dead humor mm. was there. Okay. Like that kind of humor just happened to, to, to pervade itself throughout that entire movie. Oh. And it was just really well done. It's one of those films where I, I was very happy. I, apparently in the original Star Trek and the next generation Star Trek, it's always the odd ones that suck. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's apparently going to be the even ones. Okay. That are just going to blow. Yeah. So, so be ready. The next, the next one is going to blow. Yeah. Okay. Star Trek. Yeah. But they did, it's, it's, it's kind of like not done quite as well at the box office as they were hoping. I think that may have been some fallout from the last one or something like that. Hopefully word of mouth will get out that this is a film to go see. You know, uh, whether it does well at the box office or not, it's a good film. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, on the other hand. <laughs> yes. Um, and I have not seen it. Maybe when Bandit comes on, he's seen it. I don't know if he's seen it or not. Uh, but he's, we we kind of rely on him to see these films. <laughs> yeah, because you know he's he's he, single, has um, a lot of spending money, and um, and I don't like. And I'm getting to the point where I just don't like to get out of the house when I get home. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm not, you know. Well, I, I'm an old I, man. I would be to that point, but I got kids, and they yeah. they make me stay in the house. Yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm an old man now. You know, I just like I, I like to come home and fart, and then just you know go around and do some things. You know, it's just you like to come home and fart. <laughs> no, fart around. I'm do you sorry. hold farts on the subway? Do you get home? Are you the one that's like <laughs> clenching your asshole so no gas gets out? Uh, no, not really. No, like, I, I gotta make it home quick. I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna make it home. Hopefully, it's not wet. <laughs> yes, uh, for all you new listeners, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> new li- we have new listeners. We have listeners. Never mind, new listeners. What? We have listeners. New, you know, new listeners. Hi right, guys. So, um, you have old listeners? I yeah. Think. Well, so. I get so confused sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, yeah. So, I, why don't we just hold off on Suicide Squad until we hear refer better, um, hear from, hear from Mr. Yes, B. Neither of us saw it. So. Neither of us saw it. I mean, I can just basically say that, you know, like apparently. The well, I can one, just say that, um, that there, the reviews have been pretty. Nobody has, nobody's it, liked it. Except for a bunch of kids mm-hmm. well, who, who happen to be like, People I work with or mm-hmm. I students I've had mm-hmm. who will send me emails going Suicide Squad's awesome, and I guess it's because they kill people. Yeah, I can't. I I don't know. I think their bar is really low. I think so. It could is be it violent and people die. Yeah. Was it me who died? Okay, we're good then. Okay. It's great. I so mean, I, the only thing I would like to say is basically that um, the there was an interesting little article in Esquire uh, magazine. Esquire, the website up on the West Sky, is about, dear, dear Mr. Jay Leto, stop talking about playing the Joker, okay? Because <laughs> apparently, apparently Will Smith Well, said, the last guy that played the Joker died. So yes. he's trying to get it all out before bad things happen. happened to him. Well, I mean, Will Smith said apparently he wasn't invited to the after party. <laughs> Will Smith wasn't invited? No, no, Jay was not invited. The rest of the cast hated him. Well, he, yeah. It's like method actor from hell. Yeah. So we'll 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 table that discussion until the bandit gets here or it becomes obvious the bandit is not getting here. Anyway, let us move on to the other great cinematic catastrophe of the day. So what is gonna who is Donald Trump gonna insult next? I mean, we've just have you ever seen a have you ever seen the wheels come off of a campaign 
quite like this. It's impressive. I mean, I must say it is. Um, it's impressive. It's staggering. I I don't normally we as this podcast usually doesn't go into politics, but it's a presidential year, so fuck that. We're just gonna. Yeah, I don't even really know where to begin. In. I mean, how it, horrid this is. Yes, I mean. Um, and I, I'm a politics guy. Like, I'm a wonk. I like watching this stuff. I'm addicted to politics. I am the weirdest person that's addicted to politics because I, a lot of times, will be able to see both sides of the issue so I understand, mm-hmm. which upsets a lot of friends of mine when they're like, how, how could you how could you argue about that? I'm like, because I see where they're coming from. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're human, so I understand. Um, the Donald Trump, I don't get. <laughs> I don't, it's There's nothing I understand about it because mm-hmm. when he talks i'm just like he didn't say anything right. he, he basically insulted seven people mm-hmm. said how great he was and how when he gets in power he's going to be awesome and great mm-hmm. and it's going to be huge and we're going to fix things immediately and i'm going to do everything right and i'm just sitting there going but i don't uh, how it's kind of like when a guy calls you and says he's a prince from Arabia mm-hmm. and's trying to sell you something. If you send him some money, he's going to send you a million dollars. That's what it feels like when I watch Donald Trump. <laughs> it's like, his, do you really think that people are falling for this? Oh, my God, people are falling for this. His speechwriter is the Nigerian guy who sends you all those letters, uh, emails about uh, being a Nigerian prince. Okay. I mean, now, this is the first time ever that – I, I can't remember in anywhere that I can find that educated white people, that's people who have a degree, mm-hmm. at least a college bachelor's degree and above. Yes. And are white. Mm-hmm. The Republicans aren't winning them. Yeah. That's never happened. No. Why? Because white educated people have a lot of money. Right. And they like having money. And they like having their money actually worth something. And the, yeah, and they want to keep, and they want they want taxes cut and those kind of things. That's what they want, so they yeah. get more of their money, right? So, so they is... can you know pay for the maid, yeah, uh, two twice, maybe three times, maybe have some sex on the maid on the side. Well, that's you're moving into the upper you're moving the upper income brackets exactly. That, that, that. But that, that they want their they want a little bit. That's what they want. Yeah. And the fact that they aren't voting Republican right now is just, weird. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't grok. I mean, a lot of people are like are going. I don't understand. I feel like this is the 1960s when white segregationist Democrats mm-hmm. were all of a sudden voting Republican. And everyone was confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they voted for George Wallace first, and then um, well, yeah, and then yes. Nixon said, "I can get these people. <laughs> so, I will get them to yeah. vote to vote Jim. So <laughs> I am the law and order. Get it? Black people are bad. Candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vote for me, and no so, black people be in your schools with your children. All so, right, thank you. Yeah. How? I mean, I think you know. I think looking back, he probably jumped the shark when he decided to. I don't like using that term, but there's no other way to describe it. When he decided to get in, we. <laughs> yeah. When he when he when he decided to get into a fight, you know, with a guy whose son died in Iraq. I mean, that was just like. Yeah. Dude, just let it go. Just. 
Anyone with, anyone with a political sense, God gave a rabbit, would have said, this is a loser. We're not doing anything. But his, his yeah, I sacrificed a lot. You know, and it's one of his, one of his. I work hard. I sacrifice a lot. lot. Yeah. I make myself very, very rich. That is a sacrifice. I donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation once. That's a sacrifice. Sacrifice, yeah. I mean, you know. It was like $100. You so, know what I could have bought with that? One dinner. Yeah. Or, th- or two Trump shirts. Yeah. I could have bought the Trump shirts. Yes, they're huge. They're huge. They're the best shirts. <laughs> they only come in one size. Huge. <laughs> huge. So the other thing is like one of the surrogates in in as this brouhaha was building, and he said you you have sacrificed nothing and nobody, and like he you know one one of the surrogates said yeah well he sacrificed two marriages no he didn't sacrifice two marriages he ditched his trophy wife for an upgraded model that's not the <laughs> for younger. A sacrifice. That's not a sacrifice. That's like saying Rod Stewart, who is, again, married to, like, a woman now a third of his age, uh, (laughs) who looks very much like the first six wives. I don't know how many he's had, but the first six wives he's had. It's just, you know, that's not a sacrifice, except maybe he probably, I think maybe Trump would feel the sacrifice when he's, like, writing the alimony checks. But if he didn't have a question, how many people, uh, if he didn't have it, actually believe Mm-hmm. That Donald Trump's current wife married him for any other reason other than the fact that his name is Trump and he has some money. Well, I mean, let me put it this way: there was somebody else made the joke about he's some... seventy years old. That shit ain't getting up. You know what I mean? Well, Viagra is a miraculous drug, and That's, I don't know if the Secret amazing. Service let him have it. Though. <laughs> I don't know because it's like you know all the all the blood's out of his brain. Well, I... <laughs> well, that's an upgrade. Yeah, so at least, at least he's not talking. You know, there's, there's that. So yeah, and also so, you know, urging the Russians to hack the Democratic National Committee's. What the fuck is that? That's <laughs> insane. That was. I'm. That is. Oh, oh, that was just joking. No, no. To to quote, hot shots. I I feel I, like at some point we. The, the, uh, when did we start going? Hey, Russians, good. I mean, that, that feels like. It's it's it became at some point during you didn't the trust the Russians while Boris Yeltsin was president. Right, right. It's it became sometime during the um, during the Obama administration in order to contrast, uh, you know the what they repeat what the right wing perceived as the you know the effeminate and you know easily pushed around pussy. Oh, we'll have to get the Clint Eastwood too. That's brilliant. Uh, that was a brilliant moment on his part. But the. The whole... This is a guy who specifically said that there are no gay people in Russia. Right. So outlawing them was not, was a, not, not a big deal. That's yeah, came as a great surprise to all the gay really Russians. Just out, he's just, really just out, outlawing immigrants coming mm-hmm. in because no Russians are homosexual. Yeah. Because he, you know. Shatterbait, on the other hand, would disagree with you. Yes. It became a. <laughs> It became it became sort of like a trope where in that, you know, like, well, compared to Putin, you know, Obama is just, you know, like this wimp. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't invade countries. He's not a real man. He doesn't take his shirt off and ride a bear or a horse or whatever the hell it is. Yes, I said because he's an actually alive human being as opposed to like a guy who's basically kind of a throwback to Ivan the Terrible <laughs> as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a ruler of the Russians. Now, the Russians seem to like autocratic idiots uh but you know that seems to be their uh you know they've they've had more they've had more experience with autocrats than they've had with with uh you know with democratic 
processes. So I don't I don't understand. I don't understand it either, but you know, they seem to be happy with it. Why we should emulate this man is 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 completely beyond me, but this is what happened in the right wing is that, you know, he's he is kind of like they all get a man crush on this guy, on this clown. And because he's outlawing gays and he's, you know, he's blowing up things and he's doing all sorts of manly stuff. You know, and, and, you know, Obama's an educated and sophisticated, uh, adult. And they just apparently, this is, and he's black. So that, that they can't take that either. Wait. Wait. <laughs> was black? Yep. Very. <gasps> Duh. That's. <laughs> so, meantime. You know, so meantime they had they had that, and then they also had Clint Eastwood coming on talking about you know back in my day, you know they didn't, when I was born they didn't have this political correctness and this people didn't object every gradation of pussies. And I remember that that was weird. It was very weird. Somebody pointed out, um, dude, Clint, when you were born, lynching people was still going on. So it was kind of like, and that wasn't necessarily regarded as being a bad thing. No, nobody I've, cried about it. We just went out and killed yeah, some black people. Yeah, you know, like it's, you know, segregate. Jim Crow was still around when you were born. You know, yeah, people, I, people I, yeah, people use the N word freely when you were born. Well, they seem to now too. Well, they wanted. They, I mean, I think white people just don't want. White people are annoyed that black people can say it and they can't. And well, that's the thing is, I actually had no. I mean, I knew that there were some racist issues, but I didn't know that it was. They just needed somebody. That they could go, hey, it's okay to say it. Mm-hmm. Now apparently, it's okay to be outed as as a, an extreme racist because you know it's Donald Trump. Yeah. So I I have seen more people come out and and say things in public mm-hmm. that you just go, you shouldn't ever. No, no, no. I mean, you should one one thinking it ain't that great, but on top of it, saying it. Mm-hmm. And feeling like you should be able to do that without and, any kind of repercussions whatsoever, and then getting annoyed when people call you out for it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's my that's my first amendment right. You have no I, you have no reason to criticize me. I'm like, actually, no. The first amendment mm-hmm. right means like I can't throw you in jail for mm-hmm. saying. Yes, I can or shoot you for saying. It just <laughs> it doesn't call. mean I can't fire you. Yeah, it's the government. If you can get fired for saying that stuff. You know, from a private corporation, because after all, they're looking for everybody's money. It's what the, uh, speaking of which, speaking of everybody's money and all sorts of, I don't know why this linked, but it linked to me, is that North Carolina lost the NBA All-Star game. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did. I thought that was, um, <laughs> you know, <sighs> they are, that's just, that's one sad governor right now, because, you know, the Voting Rights Act, the voting, the, the voting ID law that he passed, which was apparently specifically, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to concoct a racist bill and you're going to basically attempt to do things that... All right, well, let's, let's preface this by saying, first, don't do that. Don't do that. But, but if, if you're you, going to... If you're going to, don't leave your notes visible. Uh, don't, I mean, don't do research, you know, like, in, in don't have the research that you did... In the public record. I mean, that's just simply insane. I mean, that's so. You know, I don't. I don't understand. And there's about about four or five of those things got bounced uh, recently. I think it's they. All, and you've just been from Scotland. I mean, did are people talking about this everywhere? Not as such. I mean, no. the, there is the you know the 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 
the, the Scots are still, you know, England is still like wondering, well, we, we, we did the Brit exit. What does that actually mean? Uh, so they're still they're actually going to exit. I mean, I, I think somebody, they're kind of slow. They seem to be slow walking this thing, much to Germany's dislike. Germany is like, you know, dude, we Germany's like, get out, get out, get out now, go. So, the, and, and, the, and they, and, in the end, actually, realistically, England does most of its trading with all those people in the EU, so they're going to have to come to some agreement. You know, it's going to, they're trying, I think they're going to try to get, England is trying to, of course, get the best possible deal for themselves, which would be basically being in the EU without actually being in the EU kind of deal, and I don't think the EU is going to hold for that. Meet, no. Meantime... The EU is going to be like, go fuck yourself. You know, yeah, the EU is not particularly thrilled with this. Meantime, uh, Scotland, what, what's going on in Scotland, obviously, is that they are, there is a pretty strong push for uh, a referendum on uh, leaving the United Kingdom. And this one is actually, aside from the last time, which was sort of like, you know, kind of a mad romantic thing, this one is basically they want to leave the United Kingdom so they can go back into the EU. And well, that yeah. that looks they, they voted for staying in the EU. They overwhelmingly voted to stay yeah. in the EU. And also the uh, <clears throat> right now, um, and Marlene told, uh, told me this, and I didn't really realize this, is that the Scottish National Party, which is is as you might expect, uh, the Scottish National about the Scottish National Party uh, holds a majority of the. Uh, of of the seats, let me just uh, of this of the uh, of the seats this the Scottish seats in Parliament, and I forget uh, of them. I think let's say for I don't remember the exact number, but it's like something like let's say there's 38 of them all told. There are 38 seats, Parliament seats in 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 Scotland. That mm-hmm. district, say be 38 districts. Um, the Scottish National Party has 37 of them. I mean, it's like they, they walk. Yeah, they kind, of, uh, they, they kind of ran. They ran the uh, they ran the table. Um, yeah, the last election, and let's just. Uh oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, yeah. My okay. question is, I'm is sorry. Ire- is Northern Ireland going to try to get out? Soon? I, they're, they're talking about it, definitely. Okay, here we go. This is uh, actually, okay, I, I was a little bit wrong there. In the House of Commons, the there are 59 Scottish seats, um, of which they have 54. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. That's, um, <laughs> wait, how did they not vote to get out of England the first time? Uh, I didn't think they liked the, well, it. Was this is kind of a fairly recent uh, deal? I think they okay. threw a lot of this. Um, a lot of labor guys got tossed out of uh, Scottish Scotland. Had been very reliably labor prior to the, like the last election, and they just um, yeah, they just um, not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Not so much. Okay. Not so much anymore. But anyway. Anyway, with that, they they're, they're they look at us. They're kind of like looking at us, like you know, you know, we're da- as far as they are, as far as Europe is concerned right now. Watching the watching the American political situation at the moment is, you know, it's it's basically it's a date. They're basically looking at it as a basically somebody who's been on an alcohol and meth bender and has you know a gun has has several guns, a lot of ammunition and grenades and dynamite strapped to their chest. I actually think that you've described America perfectly. Yes, it's kind of like somewhat. Oh dear! And and, and is 
and is the also looks like the old guy yelling, "Get off my lawn!" Yes, I go off my lawn, and then opening fire. Never mind, just get off my lawn. <laughs> fire when you don't get off the lawn oh, fast enough. Off. Yes, it's it's just awful. So uh, they're they're kind of like you know, it's it's a lot of things like that going on. So anyway, um, so I'm gonna ping the bandit again. Uh, let's just move on. Okay. Um, so. Uh, we've got we have 30 minutes. So let's move on to. Okay. Well, let's uh, tell you what. Here's here's a couple things uh, yes. that I was like I did a little research for for this. That's dangerous. Yes, it is. It's very dangerous. We've um, talked about this. We talked about this. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to alert the uh, the listeners here to probably the most important musical event of this of this year. Um, the re-release of the Shags Philosophy of the World is being re-released on both CD and vinyl. Oh, oh, I thought I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go with the 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 Cats revival. No, that's that's no. that's that's the most important Broadway story. Uh this is the most Is it? This story of music today is the Shags uh, 1969 debut album, an outsider cult classic, Philosophy of the World, is getting a vital reissue. <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know who the Shags are, and I, I guess you don't, uh, they are they were a group of uh, three young girls who were basically thrown into a recording studio by their father, uh, who was told by a gypsy fortune teller that his girls would be bigger than the Beatles recording. Did it work? No, it did not work. Um, yeah, I thought that was Destiny's Child. So. Yeah, so it's like this is it's insane. They really are barely technical. They're not they're not even technically competent on their instruments. <laughs> so you know it's um and their lyrics just sort of wander all over the place and their singing wanders all over the place. Uh, I I don't want to I I'm going to tack on a little bit of uh what is regarded as being one of their songs, uh Foot Foot, which was about a cat. Uh, and foot 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 my pals and I'm gonna recre- it's it sounds a little bit you hit this drumming and it's like not quite drumming in time and then somebody starts to strum a guitar and it's like no you don't have a chord there and then you hear my pal's name is foot 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 is that name and there's like three of them singing it and they're all none of them they're not quite in sync so you get this. <laughs> Did did he sue this gypsy gypsy fortune teller? <laughs> I, think, I think gypsy fortune teller, being gypsies, took their money, took her money, and left us at high speed. Got oh, another there one. Go. There's another one. So this became uh, it became, it's really one of the uh, one of the one of the marvels of outsider art uh, in in rock and roll. Are you and, sure she wasn't a prince from Nigeria? I she might have decided to become a prince from Nigeria after that. Now here's the crazy thing: is there's going to be a separate September 9th at Les Poussins Rouge in in New York City. There's going to be a Shags tribute show. Uh, so so real musicians are going to be playing these songs. I'm almost tempted to go, but I think I have other things to do that that, that day. Like, I, I actually the the best part about this is the fact that the father for the daughter <laughs> named the band. The Shags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And apparently the Shags that Daddy's okay with. I <laughs> yes. That's disturbing. It's disturbing. It's it's not almost almost as disturbing. And the the, the the young women were just not interested in doing this. I think they kind of played around. It's, they, it's almost like Tracy Lord's disturbing. No. Okay. Yes. You know, without the nudity. Mm-hmm. Without the certainly without the nudity. 
but it's this is a very important thing uh, that came from. So anyway, keep keep an eye out for that. It's going to be released. Uh, they're going to be releasing it. Oh, pre-order. I'm not exactly sure, but if you just type the shags re-release, you'll find it. It's being issued reissued by the company's name is is the Light in the Attic is the name of the company that's re-releasing it. So it's going to just there. It's going to be both on vinyl and on CD. I have the CD, uh, which was Rounder Records had reissued it earlier about ten years ago. So. So, Light in the Attic, uh, the sequel to Where the Sidewalk Ends? Something like that, yes. But it's okay. it's the name of the company. So don't get confused on Amazon, otherwise your shag will not be as exciting. <laughs> shags. So look up the shags on um, on Amazon, on the internet, and you know, get your foot foot get your foot foot on. Uh, so <laughs> that that weird moment where you find out that <laughs> I want candy is a sex song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like she was fourteen. I, oh. I no no. Oh, ah ah e ah ah. <laughs> or that weird moment where you, as a sane human being in the eighties, find out that Tracy Lords was actually only like fourteen or fifteen years old mm-hmm. when she was doing porn. You go, oh, that's disgusting. Well, I, I, I yeah. throw away all those, <laughs> and then everyone else goes, no, those are worth a lot now. And you go, there's Wait, a lip- how many child pornography <laughs> people are on this planet? <laughs> more than uh, more than you think you think I guess it's disturbing yes now um, speaking of disturbing because this is a perfect link to that um, I did you look at your are you up on Facebook uh, I can be could you go up on Facebook because I want to show you you need to see these things I sent you both a message um, and um, we're gonna like uh, for those of you at home, this will be cut while we're waiting the end and below to get up on Facebook too, so that we can get to the next segment of the show, which is called, which is basically, we're not going to be sure exactly if we actually has a segment or a name of it, but this is like disturbing things found on Amazon, which is uh, pretty probably a uh, pretty good idea. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there are superhero themed dildos. <laughs> oh, that's not shy. The Hulk one is kind of frightening. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk one is the Hulk. It's kind one. of like, do you get this? Do you get? Is there a Superman semen shooter where it actually goes through your body? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet, anyway. But semen I, I, impales you. <laughs> semen impales you. I like what I like about this is that if you read the review of that, because it's big and green and veiny, as you might expect, a great product, great, great product, great detail. It's a nine inch two and two point seven inches in diameter. The thing is huge. You must commit to this thing, or you won't enjoy it. Well, I should hope so. How about just having a child? It's basically <laughs> the same thing. Just and then, take Lamaze before you have sex with your dildo. <laughs> and we have Captain Cock, which is not that didn't get as much reviews. No, his reviews. Right. What was one of the major complaints is that hair is attracted to the sticky mayorial. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a material. part of the penis. Yeah. Uh, material, okay, it's been misspelled. Uh, purchased as a joke for a superhero fan, but you have to try gifts. No, you, you, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Too large. Don't for- to. My dad buys me something every, every Christmas. I never use it. <laughs> 
think the last Christmas he bought me a speaker for my iPhone. I'm like, I have two massive speakers in my classroom and at home I, I use earphones. So I never, you don't have to use gifts. No. Too large for either of us. The head is the wide, widest part and was an uncomfortable shape because apparently the head is the shield. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's made out of uh, vibranium. Yes. Uh, Mr. Bandit is here, I think. Hello? Hello. Hello, Mr. Bandit. Mr. Bandit, how are you? Hello? Hey, uh, Bandit, you got here just in time for the five terrifying superhero-themed sex toys that are on Amazon. Hello? Mr. Bandit apparently has a delay because he (laughs) happens to be in Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna have to like uh, this is you know he's he's moving at this closer to the speed of light than we are so his responses are slower. Well, he's moving. <laughs> we're we're sitting still. He's I think he's in a car. Yep. He seems to have left we us. Lost him. Ah, uh, uh, too bad. We were this close. I, I this close. Right. I was really wanted to hear um, his opinion on the um, on the sex toys. On the sex toys. Yep. Hold on. Well, we try to get the call back. Okay, we lost we lost the bandit again. We lost the bandit. All right. Well, he's he, I think he's driving and trying to call in. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, okay. So we have the web shooter, which looks like a, actually kind of like a smaller version of the Hulk. Uh, actually, if you really kind of look at it, does it does does this squirt? I mean, this is the... all of my stuff is. Oh, okay. So it's all. Oh, I can click on it. It shows it. Okay, hold on. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Because it was yeah. all it was all pixelated here. Yeah, so it's all pixelated. So... The amazing web shooter is this. <laughs> Now wait a minute. <laughs> it's just red and veiny, and like but It doesn't even. Does it really shoot webs? I don't think so. There are no. There are no reviews, alas. And then there's of course Thor's hammer, which is like oh god. Thor's hammer is. Just make sure you put the right side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless unless you're really, you know, I got confused. <laughs> And, oh, I love this quote. The hammer features a deep brown shaft bestowing mythical pleasure powers to whoever possesses it, topped off with a firm silver base that the god of thundering orgasms would be proud to call his own. <laughs> this is insane. Oh, my God. This is insane. I love it. It's insane, though. So, And, of course, they have the caped crusader. The last one is, of course, based on the, the caped cock. The caped cock. I'm Batman. Which is, it, it seems to be ridged for her discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the product description. Good head city needs a hero. <laughs> and Bruce Wang is just the man for the job. Apparently, they couldn't get the rights, I guess. <laughs> It's very thick, and textured areas are wonderful. It's easy to clean and easy to use. It has the perfect amount of elasticity that makes it more comfortable and realistic. No smell. <laughs> uh, you must buy this. Must. Must. <laughs> must. Good God. Not only for its novelty, but for the pure pride in craftsmanship. This dildo <laughs> is a work of art. With carefully planned curves, grooves, drag stipples meant to excite the sphincter... He always put in his ass. Okay. Even more as it inserts and then withdraws. <laughs> I'm glad he took it out. Uh, it's just, just long enough, just thick enough, and doesn't smell until after I put it in my ass. <laughs> Does, wipes down easy. <laughs> wipes down easy. easy. Wipes down easy. <laughs> Don't 
reuse that. <laughs> okay. And since that, moving on. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you know of anything disturbing in Amazon that is being sold, I'm going to actually start looking for disturbing Amazon products. I know. This no, is <laughs> very intrigued. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I think butt plugs are obviously a, a a next or just bondage gear. I think we'd probably just see what kind of bondage gear you can get over Amazon. I mean, that would be. I don't the, know if you saw this. There was one other thing on Facebook. Now that the Olympics has started, yeah. Um, of the uh, is it Olympics or gay porn? Mm. And it would show shots, and you'd have to figure out whether or not it was <laughs> Olympics or gay porn. And I got all, almost all of them wrong. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, that's definitely the Olympics. It looks like swimming. And then I, nope. Nope. Gay nope. porn. They're fucking. Okay. And then another one, they're hugging. I'm like, oh, that's definitely gay porn. I'm like, nope, nope. that's the swim meet. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I couldn't get any of them right. I'm sorry. That's really, it's very, it's must okay. be very, dis- very disappointing for you. Well, I'm better now. But mm. it, there was a moment there where I had to question, you know, my reason for being. Mm-hmm. But then I found out that 42 was the answer, and now I'm okay. You're good. You're good with that. Okay. Uh, I think we'll, I think we're going to, like, uh, I think we'll file this under you call yourself a scientist. You call yourself a scientist. Um, because I don't know if you heard read this or not. Uh, billionaire Peter Thiel, the uh, founder of PayPal, the, the man who actually uh, bankrolled uh, Hulk Hogan's suit against Gawker, by the way. Oh, well, that, that's a winner yeah so he actually is convinced that now here's the question did he bankroll it through paypal i don't know I, or did I, he use a credit card he might have used just i think cash in bags i think was probably <laughs> just, just, do, you, just, do you accept paypal <laughs> except paypal uh, yeah holster says <laughs> paypal yeah sure no problem little fella <laughs> i can buy it on ebay I, and then take your paypal he's looking into something called a para- Parabosis, B P A R A B I O S I S. Parabosis. That sounds like a fun Saturday night. It does. It's until you find out actually what it is. Is it basically? It's injecting the blood of younger people into an older person with the idea of making them younger. We've seen this movie. It's called Dracula. So. It's <laughs> yeah, or you could just get in a car wreck and lose some blood. Yeah, and he's they injected a massive rejuvenating effect. A California company named Ambrosia is conducting human trials where healthy people aged 35 or older receive transfusions of blood plasma from people under 25. And this is what this guy wants. He wants to be able to, like, live for a little. <laughs> well, he's got money. He's got See, money. People like me are just like, yeah, just let it come. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, there are some rumors that wealthy individuals in Silicon Valley are doing courses of, of this, but. It hasn't quite. He hasn't quite started yet. I. I, I, <laughs> I mean, really, uh, as soon as all the Star Wars movies are, are out and I've seen them, I'm good. Yeah. You can take me at that point. Yeah. Yeah. After that, you're good. Yeah, I don't need to see the Star Wars reboot, which I'm pretty sure will come I'm after sure. Episode Nine. Yep. 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 Like we're going to do a reboot with all new. Look, it's Luke as a younger person. Yes, it's Luke. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray. Right. Yep. They're great. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, the only reason uh, the only reason I could think of redoing Star Wars, uh, the the first, 
you know, rebooting the entire Star Wars franchise would be something like, well, we know what aliens look like now. So, <laughs> yeah, that would, that would. you know, see, we've, we've, some of them have actually been going to be in the show. So, you know, they, 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 and they're not, they're not half as creepy as it's, it's much what, more Star Trekky. Much more Star Trekky. They're not, Where everyone they're, actually looks human. Yeah. Who has, basically everyone just has a different ridge on their forehead. Yes. Who yes. they are. Oh, you're Romulan. Oh, well, you have that ridge. And yeah, yeah. Vulcans have that ridge. And no, hang on. Very, very ridgy. Very, very ridgy. No budget for anything. <laughs> So, um, anyway, uh, this is really, this was really creepy. Uh, I thought this was a really creepy story. And I've got to worry that, you know, like, I think it's, it's one of those things that it's almost, a, it's almost worth the science fiction treatment of it because, I mean, the one thing that always was the, um, you know, sort of like kept human society sort of, yeah, you know, sort of like going completely ape is the idea that we all, in the end, meet our maker. If it turns out that rich people no longer, that is no longer true for rich people, I don't, I don't have no real hope for civilization. I think at that point we just kill all the rich people. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what's going to. I mean they'll just, you know, they'll be existing in their towers, defended by people who uh, supply them blood, and um, you know, I, I just, I'm just kind your of blood deal, your local blood, blood dealer. dealer. Yeah, I'm just kind of interested. I was donating platelets for you this whole time. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm. I'm kind of wondering if Peter Thiel actually shows up in a mirror. Uh, or not? Well, does Peter Thiel pay for his blood? Because I, I'd rather get paid for my blood than donate the shit. You know? Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Um, and why am I donating when the hospital sells it for like two hundred dollars for each pack? Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, shouldn't there be at least a finder's fee? I had the blood first. Yep. <laughs> I should get royalties on the blood. Mm-hmm. Well, get a little bit of that Humana insurance money yeah. you're sucking up mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, uh, moving on. My own personal crusade. Right Your there. own personal crusade. I want to get paid for our blood. I think if, if, you're, if the hospital's making money off of blood transfusions, I want some of that shit. <laughs> Is it too much that? Is it too, too much? much? Too much, especially if the guy's paying $8,000 for young people's blood. You know. <laughs> Give me a thousand. Yes, a thousand a pint. I wonder if I wonder if he's going to like start specifying. I need the blood of 18 year old virgins. It's like. How about a 36-year-old overweight teacher? Yeah. Overweight teacher. Get it out. Get it out now. What the hell? It's blood. <laughs> what I, the I hear I lose 600 calories every time I give blood. Please, just keep going. Keep going. I'm going to be thin by this week. What the, what the hell does he know? I mean, it's, it's, it's just blood is blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just, I imagine somebody is going to... Somebody is scamming these people. Like, I mean, this. I mean, this used to be. This is right up there with eating goat, goat yeah. glands. Having well, goat you know. So speaking of scamming old scary people, uh, <laughs> I am in Beauty Queen of Lanon coming up. Oh yes. So if you would like to get tickets, please go to West Coast Players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Um, I think it's WCP. Dot, uh, hold on, let me make sure I get the right. Uh, it is wp.wcplayers.org. Mm-hmm. And you can buy tickets there for uh, Beauty Queen of Lanon. If you have not seen it ever, you're in for a treat because it is the darkest fucking Irish show ever. <laughs> um, and if you have a mother who, that you cannot stand, mm-hmm. this is your show because it's your life. <laughs> it just shows. It just goes to show. So anyway, uh, it looks kind of like like the bandits' uh, communication problems have. Uh, 
It has it has occurred. It's just nothing we can do. Nothing we can do about it. We are sorry. We wish the band. We we're going to actually hold off on talking about Suicide Squad until the bandit comes back, uh, which will probably be the next time we do this. Which will be who like, knows? He might have gone seen it tonight. We might be on the way back from seeing it. Something like that. Yes. So I was. I'm going to put off seeing it myself until like the twelfth of never, because I just was not. I'm not interested in it. I don't know. The reviews have been terrible of it. So uh, anyway. Uh, Watch it when it comes out on Blu-ray or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll rent it for four bucks off of Voodoo. Something like that. Or, you know, Netflix will show it. Um, so anyway, speaking of bad movies, it's time for... Bad movie! Uh, today's bad movie is uh, Super Argo and the Faceless Giants. Oh, is this the one with Ben Affleck? Not quite. Not that Argo. <laughs> Not super, not Argo. It's not super Argo. He's super Argo. Super Argo. Does he have a big S on his thing? No. Like S A. No, it's actually a masked. It's a Italian masked wrestler film. Why do you do this to me, Bob? (laughs) I want you to do this to me. You? What about me? I had to watch the damn. Why do you pick? I mean, I understand picking shit, (laughs) but the next level. I mean, you've when you're going into Italian. Like, you just run out of English shit. <laughs> Not quite, but it's this was just, this was there. <laughs> Next Russian clown porn. <laughs> In outer space. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so, so, this is actually the second of the Super Argo films. <laughs> yep. So Did they he, made two of them? They made two. This was the second. What? <laughs> yes. I, Why? I, I guess the first was his head. I'm not sure. I, I I don't know. I think it's just they were do, you know they were doing it. This is uh, like 1967, and this was you know they were a hit hits and things like that. I guess I bless me. So all right, all right, tell me about it. All right, uh, Super Argo is actually a retired mass wrestler. He actually works as a secret agent for the police. And wearing a baby's wearing a like a big orange or reddish jumpsuit, uh, a mask, and you know this is this is a secret agent. This guy is like, oh yeah, this is he's really <laughs> yeah, it's a secret agent, a masked wrestler as a secret agent kind of like thing. Um, what's happening is that great athletes of the world uh, are being kidnapped and turned into fa- what robots called the faceless giants. The faceless giants are basically what they do is they they're not. They're kind of tall, but they're not really giants. Um, they have basically, not, and they're not faceless. What seems to be happening is they're putting stocking masks over the guys, over the actors' faces, and then clapping sort of like some sort of like cybernaut board kind of shit on their head. And they walk around, and in the background, there's this beeping noise. And they're kind of invulnerable to bullets, and they're kind of strong, and they're kidnapping things all the time. So Super Argo is called in on this, and. And Super Argo is a bit of a prick. Uh, ben he... Affleck! <laughs> Hello? Hey, there we go. Oh, my God! A voice. Sorry about that. Yeah, they, uh, it was trying to play uh, when I hooked up my microphone. Yep. It was defaulting to the microphone speakers. Mm. So, you were uh, just in time for the Italian Argo. The Italian Super Argo, the mass wrestler. Uh, the second... That uh, some sort of uh, new... 
I don't know, device for lonely housewives? Well, we, no, we did the sex toy segment earlier. We've done the sex toy segment. I right? missed that part. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we tried there, to hold I, off as long as we could. The only thing that I wanted to talk about was Those, That Hulk dildo <laughs> was calling our names. I we believe just... it's called the penetrator. <laughs> I believe it's called the stretcher. Well, it depends on, you know, normally you're taking out one once you're done with it. <laughs> From the diameter that it gave, I was like, why not just birth the baby? <laughs> like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were, they were, they said, the, the, the comment is that you did have to commit to this. So. <laughs> ah, well, I would say, you know, I always love the fact that committed has uh, two meanings that both seem to mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. A one-way trip. To the funny farm. Yeah. So what? What super? Ha, he he ho ho he he. <laughs> so Super Argo is a masked wrestler superhero who goes up against a madman and his army of robots. It's basically this is not a sequel to the Ben Affleck film. This is not. See, a, that's what I was saying. Nope. Thank this you. is this is. Um, Great minds. This is actually uh, from 1968 in okay. Italy. So. Uh, so Argo was the sequel to this. Yes. Super Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Super Argo and the Faceless Giants. So he's teamed up with an Indian Swami, and it's this like, um, it's dumb as like hell. From India, right? Yeah, from India. And they're <laughs> when they when they when the when the police come because all these athletes are being ca- kidnapped by the Faceless Giants, <laughs> and Super Argo is basically a dick to the police. You know, so I can read your mind because your minds are so simple. And then he uh, he then proceeds to demonstrate his uh, psychic abilities by by staring at a vase and smashing it with the power of his mind. And I was I'm watching him going, this is not really a useful power because if I want to smash a vase, I can just basically pick it up and go bang at a heck of a lot quicker than, than you staring at it for ten minutes before oh, you. Know. <laughs> that occurred to me. Also, Super Argo is is for a superhero is relentlessly terrible at his job. He is just awful at it. Uh, he's guarding uh, the sister of a one of the one of the, the a wrestling champion, which the film starts with. And uh, let me put it this way: I don't know why, but for some reason, you know, like I really kind of appreciate the fact that most wrestlers shave their bodies now because these two guys just were like way too much body hair. Just for some reason, it was just very disturbing watching people in a lot excessive body hair. And George the Animal Steel. With George the Animal Steel and basically European-style bathing suits wrestle, and it's like, I just know. Two good. things that I'm not known for. <laughs> this is just not good. I'll take for 500, Alex. <laughs> this is just not good, no. This is very uncomfortable. Um, so, Super Argo, like, he's going to protect the protect the sister. Sister is not protected. He gets overwhelmed by the faceless giants. Um, then later he decides that he's going to return to the ring uh, because they're kidnapping it, you know, kidnapping athletes. So he returns to the ring, beats the living bejesus out of some poor person, and then you see the guy in the Super Argo costume get kidnapped. They, But, actually, it was just a clever ruse. Somebody else was dressed as Super Argo, and he and his Indian Swami buddy, Swami, I don't remember his real name and I don't care, Swami, uh, Swami, Swami. I, I, you know, I was thinking I could call like a, you know, Haji from uh, the Johnny Quest show or something like that. But everything about what you guys are saying, I uh, feel should be redacted, and <laughs> I redact my name or essence from this conversation. So, so they are following. They fall, end up following the uh, the 
following the robots who have kidnapped Super Argo's guy in a Super Argo costume. I mean, how many Super Argo costumes are available, I don't know. So he At least three. Something I would imagine. So, but they, lo- they lose him. They lose the, you know, they, they, they lose on a dirt road. The, the, the truck turns up a dirt road, they lose it. They lose, they, they aren't able to finish tracking him. We never hear about what happens to that guy. Ever. <laughs> I, I just it's isn't just, that just like a super Argo? Yeah, it's just love it's you just and leave like, you. It's just it's like just like any Aaron Sorkin series. I don't. It's just like what happened to him? I mean, I, as I'm going, what the hell happened to him when they find out this is not Super Argo that they kidnapped, but some you know like some some claw that they some wino they paid fifty bucks here get the get the costume. Uh, sure, that no problem. Like reaction that most women have when they wake up near me. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Actually, it's like it's the reaction I have when I wake up next to myself. What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? Oh, wait, no, it's just me. Alright, so it, I, I always like you know, Bob. I always like Richard Jenny. I think had one of my favorite lines. He goes, "You know, everyone kind of thinks they look okay. You know, you never really check yourself out, but every now and then you get out of the shower and you see yourself in the mirror and you go, if I saw that in a forest, I'd shoot it and leave it for dead." <laughs> I like that you wouldn't even take it to mount it. <laughs> just putting it out of its misery like a fly. Burn it. I'll just put the shotgun up like... <laughs> yeah, actually, right. the only thing I said, burn it. Burn it with fire. Cleanse yeah. the earth. <laughs> kind of Purify it with the flame. <laughs> Cleanse the earth. So. I go, the only flame I'm purifying is whatever the pills the doctors gave me to yeah. quit the burning. <laughs> Go ahead. So, Sorry, Super Argo. Super Argo. So uh, there's much chewing and throwing and rather clumsy fights between Super Argo and the Faceless Giants. Super Argo and our Haji are eventually ca- captured and put in a cell. Uh, there's a there's this a is a female accompl- accomplice to the mad scientist who is like having a change of heart uh, about basically turning athletes into cyborgs. Uh, because of science, why why this was done at all is like science. So <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what I was had. I was conjuring in my head was a cheap 1980s video with an old man with a big white mustache. Science, yes, that's because it's, it's apparently an echo form. It's science because because science. Um, right. So she reminded me with science. science. So or it. Or it could have been her jizz, but still, science. So the we uh, really have to get blue, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like me of all people. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You, that's true. I've got like wondering here. That's kind of like, found scruples. I found, I found scruples right there. It was but under they, it was behind the couch. They, they they evaporated in my hand. <laughs> I found scruples. Scruples the dog. Hi, scruples. How you doing? <laughs> scruples is the name of the waitress here at the club. <laughs> Say hello to the people, Scribbles. <laughs> anyway, so just uh, so she's a dog. She's a dog. We're gonna. She's a dog. Now, is this Argo like? Is there like? We're, He's in. The, now, with the Argo, I'm just trying to figure out because I know Argo the movie, and then there's Jason and the Argonauts. Right. Is Argo have a meaning that I'm missing here? Like, is there a? Does the term have like what? What is Argo related? Not like. When you say super Argo, I'm thinking of super id or super ego type thing, but I don't know how what relation it is to this film. I I have absolutely I have been trying to find out, uh, but no one has the slightest why the um, 
you know, why on earth that uh, it's called Super Argo. Why he's called Super Argo, I have been able to, like, the internet is silent on this. Other than the fact that it's the Italians, what the hell can you expect? I mean, that's about it. <laughs> right. Well, okay. That's fair. You know what? At least the trains ran on time. Yeah, something like that. So it's just um, the the silliest scene actually is that uh, Super Argo and the Indian. How do you quantify that with Super Argo? <laughs> I can qualify that pretty easily. What is the litmus test for silliest? <laughs> okay, well, okay, here's the silliest scene. Uh, they are in a prison cell. That's the silliest thing I've ever seen. They've been they've been cap- they've been captured by the by the evil scientist who, instead of just shooting them in the head, has decided to put them in a cell. At these. Very James Bond. Very James Bond. So he puts them. I'm going to tell you my plan. Yes. No, actually, he doesn't tell them the plan. Oddly enough, he he doesn't tell them the plan. All right. Don't get defensive. I I, I don't know. I'm not getting defensive. <laughs> it just he just doesn't. Why why they didn't why they didn't do that bit of padding is is beyond me. They do all sorts of other stuff. Uh, hey, you miss me, Bob. Yes, I missed you. Right. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. but I'll take it. I missed you. Yes, I missed you. So. Uh, so they get with, um, they're in the cell, and all of a sudden, poison gas starts to flow into the cell. So what do they do? They, using their, Indian, using their Indian mystic abilities, they levitate above. Oh. Yes. Huh. Can we all do that? I don't think so. I don't think they no, could either. So. <laughs> can I rise above this conversation? <laughs> nope. And, and you can also kind of, and because this was like kind of done fairly cheaply, you can see the wires holding them up, so they're swinging back and forth slightly from the roof. From the it ceiling. be Super Argo <laughs> oh it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap. So, that's, that's the Super Argo guarantee. Yes, and it's like, are you insane? This is insane. I'm sitting there going, I don't think I've ever seen the idea of escaping poison gas from levitation. This is new for me. This is a new one on me. So. I... I well, it depends on, you know, how light you are and how heavy the gas is, I guess. <laughs> I guess it. Well, gas is, hmm, the gas is heavier than air. Maybe we, you know, and he talks like that, you know. Hmm, the gas is heavier than air. But it all depends on how much gas he's, he's going to use. Well, maybe um, half of it? Yeah, I think so. Half <laughs> I like, maybe half. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Batman would have known. But, I mean, Super Argo is no Batman. So. <laughs> why, are you, why are you saving it for other people? It's- Hmm? Are you just trying to get rid of Super Argo? I don't. <laughs> yeah, Bob. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- explain rationale from a bad film. <laughs> Next week, Sharknado 4. Why? <laughs> well, I can tell you that. that it, it made money. money. <laughs> it made money. I mean, this, oh, this, one, point, yeah. this one kind of may have made money, too, for all I know. Speaking of which, I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. I, I will digress here in a moment. I okay. Wanna, I want to hear how this ends. I God, I hope it ends. It does end. Um, Super it Ar- needs to end quick if we're going to digress to Suicide Squad. Okay, basically Super Argo breaks out. The um, Super Argo and the Haji break out. They break out the, the trapped athletes who have been who have not yet been converted into cyborg people. They attack the cyborg people who suddenly, after having been world beaters the entire, at, the entire afternoon, as it were. Just like Munich. T- suddenly turns into they just turn into as it were Clint Eastwood style pussies and they shove them into a cage the cages they lock the cage they then electrify the cage and then uh, shock them all to death they shock the shock the faceless giants and then uh, they pursue uh, the mad scientist into the convenient 
the inconvenient quicksand pit, which I didn't know was a problem in Italy, but apparently there's quicksand all over. So uh, he sinks into quicksand, and they all just kind of look at him as he's going down. Go, say, yeah, bye, you know, brought to trial. Nah, we'll just use the quicksand. So then... <laughs> So the last oh, thing this is making perfect sense. <laughs> it's not making any sense at all. I'm on board. <laughs> so the last scene is that uh, the 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 the, do- the brother, the sister of one of the bro- one of the people who was kidnapped, has recovered from her her uh, is recovering from her trials and tribulations. Super Argo comes to visit her, and she says, "You could take your mask off now." And the film ends with the appropriately groovy sort of like uh, um, Austin Powers. Soundtrack. Hands off. Yeah. Off, off it goes. And that's the end of the movie. And that's Super Argo and the Faceless Giants. No. More. <laughs> All right. We have, been, we have been waiting because we knew that you had seen Suicide Squad. And we have not. So Because we don't get out much. You flatter me. <laughs> yes. And so I we accept. were waiting. So please. I, I, I talked about Star Trek. And how good it was. So please talk about Suicide Squad, and let's see yeah. if it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, yeah, no, Star Trek I, I thought was pretty good. Uh, although I'm I'm actually quite excited about uh, was it Star Trek Discovery? Is that the the yeah? News? TV I just got I just got CBS All Access just so I could get that. Well, I think that's <laughs> kind of why they're doing it is to try to. Uh, and also, you know what? Here's a nice fuck you to everyone. Is uh, uh, apparently it goes on Netflix uh, all over the world except for America and Canada. Yes. Yeah. So, because that's where uh, you Argo, fuck yourself. Say Super but, Argo. Wait, wait, wait! CBS All Access is not just Star Trek Discovery. They also have right now five episodes of The Price Is Right for download. <laughs> How about Murder? <laughs> do they have Murder She Wrote? Yeah. Do they have Murder She Wrote? Uh, it's one of my mom's favorite. What about Constant. Diagnosis Murder? I don't know, but they do have I Love Lucy. How about Quincy? You want to know something interesting? Ooh. All yeah, of the episodes yeah, yeah, of Family yeah. Ties and Frasier. That that doesn't make sense because uh, NBC put out uh, both of those. <laughs> Apparently, CBS owns the rights. Oh no, no, you're right. It does make sense because Paramount was yeah. Uh, yeah, Viacom owns Paramount and CBS, which owns the rights to the shows. Okay, sorry. All 171 episodes of Mission Impossible. Are there. <laughs> That's right. You can have the best of 80s Thursday night on CBS All Access. <laughs> which, by no, the way, do you no, know who no. produced Star Trek the TV series? Bob, no. um, the you should know this. The it was it was Desilu Productions. Yes, Desilu Productions. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. They have made a lot of money still off of that. Uh, and in fact, there's a schism there because the Star Trek universe, known now, I guess, is the Kelvin universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the fourth film will be where the the father comes back. They got uh, a young Chris Hemsworth before he become Thor as the father as Captain Kirk's dad, and mm-hmm. somehow there's going to be some time. Something rather time okay. jumble that allows them to mm-hmm. to meet or interact. Yeah. The other thing is, is that but the show itself, I think, takes place before uh, Next Generation, the the new one, Discovery. And I'm I'm pretty sure. I think the rumor is they're going to have. Um, oh, uh, damn! I just forgot her name. Who who was nominated for What's Love Got to Do with It? Played Tina Turner. Um, got sexy, I know you're talking woman. About. But it'll be the first, I think, African American female captain. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the rumor. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, what do I know? Well, if uh, anybody deserves it, she does. She's incredibly good. And she still looks terrific. Um, well, I yes. To, <laughs> I was going to say, well, I've been seeing her on, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, but she I does was, age. Uh, oh, yeah, not only that, but her husband is also great, who played uh, 
Johnny Cochran in the uh, OJ miniseries. Yes, he doesn't age either. <laughs> no, together they don't age. <laughs> you, they've got the elixir. No, have you? Did you guys watch the teaser for Star Trek? Um, I, I have not. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. What do you think of the ship? I think the ship looks cool. Uh, well, I, it looks kind of like imagine a, a warbird, like a Klingon warbird, yeah. mm-hmm. but with like the the I don't know what do you call that? Not the dome, but the the with the disc cylindrical. Yeah, cylindrical. Yeah, disc. There you go. It's, and it has kind of a copper feel to it. The saucer section, as they call it. I heard um, though that it, it, it that the hint is is that it's about like when they were Angela Bassett is her name by the way. Yes. Uh, I heard that it's taking place like there was a time in the Federation where they were a little more aggressive. Oh, okay. That'd like, be you know, not, not not like the uh, uh, Roddenberry Peacenik, you know, like uh, never never fight, always ask questions. Okay. Uh, but that is Romulan Wars. Yeah. Okay. Nuclear yeah, Suicide Mormon. Squad. Suicide Nuka- Squad. Squad. It was better than Batman v Superman. If that is your litmus test, it passed. That's one fucking low bar. <laughs> well, I didn't say. I will say this. It's a it's a little long. Uh, I agreed. I saw it with some uh, friends. I think that it probably could have been. Um, oh, uh, uh, yeah, a little shorter. Not two, two and a half hours shorter. Uh, no, 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 not at all. Listen, unlike the other one, I, I actually was entertained by this. I mean, it, it felt like expensive, you know, like B-movie crap, but in a fun way. It was a little bit of a escape from New York going on there, kind of like, you know, how Snake mm-hmm. had 24 hours to get the president out. Right. Okay. These people, like, they don't know what their mission is, but ultimately, spoiler alert, their mission is to get Amanda Wallace out of there. And, you know, they've got them controlled with the little bombs in the back of their head. Right. Um, so they, they are going through this kind of war-torn part of the city. The first half of the film is basically just going through the dossier and giving a uh, little critique or, or going through the uh, uh, M.O. or, you know, the, the background is, of these characters. This right? is, yeah, this is Killer Croc. He's really right. ugly. He's and strong. The, and, you know. and I don't know what they paid for the soundtrack on it, but it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just song. I mean, it's like this wall-to-wall you know, music rights mm-hmm. going through, which are, it's fun. It's just like almost like a jukebox musical going okay. on there. But uh, I will say it was also fun to see Ben Affleck as Batman peppered throughout. Yes. Uh, will Smith did not overshadow and actually was quite good as Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, Harley Quinn steals the show whenever she's on there. I mean, she's just magnificent in the role. Okay. I, I agree with a lot of people that said, you know, uh, they love the characters. Uh, mm-hmm. The story's weak. Yeah. I, I think the bad reviews you're seeing are kind of more of a criticism of the overall story, and even the story's not terrible. It's just kind of generic. But yeah. the characters themselves, Jesus Christ, even Jai Courtney is entertaining. They've been trying to push that guy for five <laughs> years now. Like he was in uh, Young John McClane, and then he played uh, Young uh, Kyle Reese in Terminator. <laughs> like, I mean, they've been pushing. The, so they finally let him have his Australian accent, and uh, he's a as, fucking blast. As Captain Boomerang, then. Yeah, and he's terrific. He's, I want to get his uh, his, his tracksuit. It just says Captain. It's like a blue tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. But he's just like a shifty, no good, you know, rapscallion, you know, with like the mutton chops and like a little gap in his teeth and, you know, uh, dark circles under the eyes, always like cracking a beer open in the middle of like a fight. But uh, and of course they have uh, these. Uh, oh, uh homogenous, uh, uh, like globby baddies, you know, like people are turned into these like creatures, right? Faceless by, giants, uh, by the bad guy. So <clears throat> he can kill like a thousand of them and there's not blood and it doesn't, you know, it, it should be pretty hard R rated, but you know, we're going to wink, wink, get away with it. Mm-hmm. They um, turn, 
But uh, no, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Jared Leto is uh, good as uh, the Joker. Okay, you know, I've I mean, heard. I, think... I have read a lot of criticism his of his performance as a Joker, but <laughs> I. I... Each Joker, I think, is works for their universe, mm-hmm. and I don't see how another jo- – I could see the Heath Ledger Joker in this universe. What's interesting is – and what, what and what I liked also is in the, one of the early flashbacks, they do show them uh, kind of doing a ballroom dance thing. Mm-hmm. Not ballroom dancing, but, you know, I mean, like in that pose, uh, kind of like the Alex Ross photos of Joker and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And so she's actually in the, the Jester outfit, ah. just at least briefly. But – he works for the universe that David Ayers created, which is like exaggerated and ridiculous, but also uh, thuggish, you know, and tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also works um, the love story. Oh, like oh. you can tell like it, it's a, I mean, it clearly has issues. But, <laughs> but I just mean like she basically dives into the vat of acne, whatever, yeah. you know, to get that same kind of white alabaster skin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he dives in after her. Mm, okay. And you know what I mean? So, I mean, he and, he and and the whole film is he's really not in it that much, but he's that, you know, Tim basically he never quits trying to save her or get her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although what I was going to say is what's fun is when you see how these bad guys are caught, most of them are by Batman. Mm-hmm. Right. And seeing Ben Affleck just peppered just enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As Batman, you know, getting dead shot. Because he finds him on a night when he's with his daughter, you know, kind of psychologically, like Deadshot could have, you know, beat him in a draw, clearly, you know, in a in a gun draw or whatever. But uh, but by having her there, and then uh, also uh, shit, uh, Harley Quinn, like the one you see on the commercial. Mm-hmm. What was fun though is I guess they shot it over in England while they're shooting uh, Justice League about a month ago because I know yeah. they have the uh, Flash costume. Yeah, they show that uh, Captain uh, Boomerang is caught by the Flash, mm-hmm. so that you actually see the Flash in costume. And it's mm-hmm. real brief, but I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, look, I, I, it was entertaining. I'd go see okay. it again. All I right. liked it. All yeah, right, Batman no, I, Superman. I've tried to watch it, even watching like the uh, everything wrong with like the twenty minute condensed version. Yeah, I was still getting fucking bored. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> like I'm saying, like this one, it is. I I can't say it's good, but, but it's I not enjoy terrible. Myself. All right. Well, then that's that's about all. That's about all you can really ask for uh, from. Or you can ask probably ask for more, but it's okay. It's like how most women rate me. I don't yeah, know if he's good, but I, it's, I it's, enjoyed myself. It's okay. I mean, when he, I don't know if I go back for another time. I, and you know, like he, when he brought out that the the Hulk dildo was, I was that was kind of like a little bit difficult, difficult yes, moment. Brought it out. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yes. No, no. It was. It's always been up there. Yeah. So that's, um, that's how I stow it. So I did see some of the. Uh, actually, I did actually see the uh, the the Justice League trailer. You know, yes. and yes. I thought that Wonder was Woman. and Wonder Woman. I thought the Justice League trailer. I kind of like. I, I have to say, I have not seen more Batman jokes v- in that than the entire Batman v Superman. Yeah, I just I gotta say, and I let me put it this way: I, as being one of the people who said this film is now doomed, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. What can I? Oh say? man, no, honestly, yeah. I'll say Batman v Superman. He's the best fucking part. Yeah. I mean, I like Wonder Woman, and I'm excited about the movie, and I think yeah. that trailer really amps me up, and I'm glad they did World War One because World War Two has been done forever, know, over yeah. and over, right? And it would be too close to Captain America. I kind of like the little change-up on her being, dude, when she gets out of those uh, uh, no-man land, uh, when she's in the trenches, mm-hmm. and she's, like, climbing up that ladder with mm-hmm. that shield, and <laughs> you just see, like, the just bouncing off her shield, and she's going around with her lasso. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, yep. Justice League, getting to hear him call him Arthur Curry. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the uh, I Hear You Talk to Fish. 
But yeah. I mean, uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> is. I think he's fucking great. I hear you talk to fish, and then he goes to talk to talk to. Uh, is it is it Hal Jordan? Is Hal Jordan in this Green Lantern? Yeah, well, if he if Hal Jordan's going to be in it, it will be a uh, a different Hal Jordan, obviously. It'll be a surprise. I mean, I know they're working on Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, uh, which will which will have it potentially three Earth Green Lanterns. Yeah, you know, but it will have at least John Stewart. And, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. I hear you talk to fish. Hal Jordan. <laughs> I like that one. Also, I love that shot of him with the waves just kind of encompassing him. Yes. I mean, uh, everything about, uh, and I love the scene between him and Flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I have no, yeah. And Flash I is like, like that Flash joins immediately because he's lonely. Yeah, well, Flash is an impulsive person. You know, he's not somebody who thinks. He's not a, yeah, he's well, not that, a, that, that would Flash, is, Flash is not a deep thinker. Anyway. Did you like, uh, I'll tell you the other one, and this is a, uh, not anything to do with comics, but has to do with monkeys. Monkey! And I know you about <laughs> monkeys. Um, did you see the, the trailer for uh, uh, Kong Island? I have seen it. Or Skull uh, Island, sorry. Skull Island. Island. Skull Island. I've seen it. Uh, uh, I fucking loved it, dude. It looks I, like Apocalypse Now meets with monkeys. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that fucker is huge. Well, he's going to ba- he the idea is he fights Godzilla in uh the Well, then the, in the one after. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not this one. Not this one. No, they're establishing. They're, they're building up to the Godzilla that came out recently. Yeah, the King Kong versus Godzilla. They're they will remake. have a Godzilla 2. Kong Skull Island, and then they'll have the King Kong versus Godzilla. Right, and this one is uh, this one is big. He's big. He's a big boy. He's... I thought, but I, I liked it. I thought I thought some of the shots in there were yeah. Also, that, uh, John Goodman looked about ten years younger. Yeah. I mean, stopping <laughs> drinking and losing some weight like that. Yeah, it it does do does does about a good. Uh, which, by the way, I'll tell you real quick. I think the Goodman and Samuel Jackson parts were almost played by J.K. Simmons and Michael Keaton. <laughs> Oh, dear. Which would have been an interesting mm. turn of events. Although, I'll leave you with this, because I know you guys have been talking longer. If you guys get the chance, look for the trailer for the movie called The Founder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out this fall from Miramax, and uh, it's Michael Keaton at another run for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it looks like it's based on the real story of the salesman that basically took uh, the McDonald's franchise from the original brothers that owned it. Mm-hmm. And, and an idea guy, yeah. So it's, apparently it's going to be pretty dark, but it looks interesting. It's kind of like there, uh, there will be blood, but you know, with hamburgers. Be, yeah, there will be McMuffins. <laughs> um, there will be, there will be McMuffins. McMuffins. Yes, but I mean, but the trailer looks great, and Michael yeah. Keaton just looks in rare form as being like both kind of you like him, but you also there's that little hint of this is eh, not going to fuck you up. This is not a nice person. This is yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. It, it, it's oh, and, and he's playing the vulture. The vulture in what the Spider Man Homecoming next uh, next summer. Michael Keaton as the vulture. Yeah, he's been Batman, he's been Birdman, and now he's a vulture. He can't get away from these fucking flying <laughs> the things. I mean, the, but the vulture is like a you know the vulture is remind is basically you know your Jewish grandfather is a supervillain. Well, know? Michael Keaton's fucking old, dude. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> so am I. I know, yeah. You're right though because uh, uh, I know Sam Raimi was talking about at one point. I think uh, Larry David. It's the Vulture and Spider-Man. I don't know why they didn't go with that. I think uh, they're looking at Malkovich also. A little bit, yeah, that would have been a little bit too, you know, basically to quote uh, Blazing Saddles, too Jewish. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this, though. What I like is in this universe. Ah, like, Spider-Man, this time I get you. You know, it's like. Uh, it's, what is this, my back? Ah, my back, I'm sticky. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So much shooting, so much stickiness. This, this insect. Uh, I hope you circumcised. Uh, I just, <laughs> have 
half off sale. Yeah. By the way, I was going to tell you that uh, uh, my understanding, I think there's going to be... used to be a moil, damn it, anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Gross. Um, I was going to say, I think there's going to be two villains. I think the other one's going to be uh, not the trickster. Uh, what am I thinking of? The, the, the game master or the, the something. The guy who makes little gamey things or whatever. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. But what's what I thought you would like is this. I think they're going to do Spider-Man the way they did Harry Potter, where it's going to be uh, like four films that are each a year in high school. Mm. So it will it will stay in high school. But it also, since Vulture was like the first Spider-Man villain, mm-hmm. or like one of the very first, I think yeah. on like the second issue, right? Yeah. So it's about kind of like as he's still getting the new suit from Tony Stark, and then there's this guy that's probably got a beef with Tony Stark that's another tech guy, because I've seen the... Uh, Okay. Uh, the designs for the suit, which looks like a lot, a lot more kind of mechanical, like real world mechanical, not a guy with like feathers, right? Okay. Um, but the other one is this. Uh, I've heard the spider suit. Did you see? Did you guys see Civil War? Yes. Okay. Did yeah. you stay for the end where yes. you see the little? Okay, where you see he's got the projection of the Spider-Man symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard they're going to do that uh, to the suit, but also I think they're going to have some webbing under the armpits. Which is what it was originally. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going back like way old school. Yeah, so. that was the original. I mean, so it should be fun. It should be good. Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, oh, and the, uh, a couple other things, real quick. Here's real, real quick. Guardians well, we got to save some for we got to save some for next episode. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no, no. This is just this is just news. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, Stallone is definitely in it. I don't know as what. It probably is a Nova Corps cop. Um, uh, but, but so, Star-Lord, <laughs> put I him up. I am the law, Star-Lord. On the ball. On the ball. He, wear, he wears his uh, Destruction Man outfit. Listen, I came to town. I just want to walk through. I fought for my country. Um, sorry, I started to turn into Corky. Everyone. Uh, I was going to say this. Uh, Kurt Russell is playing Star-Lord's father, but yes. he is... Um, Ego, the living planet. No okay. shit, Bob. Okay. He's Ego, the living planet. That's his corporeal, like, human form. Mm. Uh, is Kurt Russell. I mean, if you're going to take a form, why not Kurt Russell? Yeah. And uh, last hair, if, uh, for nothing but the hair. Thor Ragnarok, mm. uh, they did showcase uh, Hulk's armor, as in Planet Hulk. Okay. So it will be, uh, at least partially, Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh. All right. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. There so you go. that's all I got. Okay, stuff to look forward to, stuff to stuff to fear, stuff to loathe, stuff to look forward to. So we're uh, so provided that Trump doesn't get his hands on new code codes too soon, uh, we will be back. Uh, anyway, this is Bob Muir saying peace, love, shown a knife. And this is the enemy below saying the expansion comes out in like two weeks. World of Warcraft. Is that- yeah. Okay, and also known as my heroin. <laughs> and. Heroin like female hero? Uh, no, no. Messy. Well, yeah, kind of bold. And this is Mr. the Bandit saying, Toulou! You can take your mask off now, Super Argo. Your mission is over. Never find him home. I go to his house.